listener exclusive. It's Triple M Breakfast. Matt Collins for Breakfast, the podcast edition. G'day, Matt Collins from Triple M Brecky. This is the podcast edition exclusively on the listener app, of course. And our chat this week with Griffith Business Chamber President John Nikolic. The Business Chamber has weighed in on Council's proposal to increase the rates. Uh, well, the Chamber has some ideas that might be able to lessen the blow when it comes to those rate hikes, those proposed rate hikes as well as instead of three annual increases, well, the Chamber is suggesting just one rate rise. Rip the Band-Aid off, do it once, and let's just get on with things. Uh, Anyway, let's hear some more from the Griffith Business Chamber President, John Nikolic. Now, the special rate variation, the proposal to increase our rates is not something new. You've been hearing about it now for a couple of months. In fact, ever since I started back in April, it's been uh, something that, uh, you know, Griffith, well, the mayor is talking about each week when we get him on. The residents phone me and tell me their concerns. And today, the Griffith Business Chamber, oh, sorry, yesterday, a media release came out and the Chamber has weighed in on the rates conversation, suggesting a number of ideas to save some funds. Also, suggesting just one rate hike would be a better idea. Well, at least that's one of their ideas um, that would be better than a gradual increase over three years. Well, to tell us more, we say good morning to Griffith Chamber President, joining us here right in the Triple M studio, John Nicklich. G'day, John. G'day, Matt. Thanks for having me. Mate, it's an absolute pleasure. Thanks for coming in. Um, let me start with asking, Is this? Uh, you've put out this release yesterday, the Chamber has. Uh, sorry, the day before, wasn't it? So what's that, Tuesday afternoon this came out. Um, is that something Council requested of the Chamber or was it something that the Chamber wanted to weigh in on? Oh, look, it's certainly something we wanted to weigh in on and our members had been asking us to as well. But uh, Council, I must say, a shout out to them. Look, they really have been consulting well in our view um, and they were, they were asking for us to provide feedback too. So that's what we've done. All right, and it's worth saying, um, I haven't seen it yet, but you were just telling me off air that um, Doug Carr and the Griffith Mayor has responded to your release uh, saying it was, it was a w- welcomed um, addition to the conversation. Yeah, look, there's, there's been a really, uh, I guess, um, welcomed post by Griffith City Council saying they've received our submission, they're considering it, uh, and indicating that it's likely to, to form part of the suite of proposals moving forward to fix Council's budget. Okay, I want to talk numbers with you, John. Uh, at this stage, <clears throat> Council is proposing an annual rate increase of 10.5% per year for three years, which is a cumulative total of close to 35% over three years. Um, If that was to get approved, putting your uh, chamber president hat on, what are your biggest concerns? Look, uh, I mean, I think at the outset, we understand and appreciate really and emphasise that we need to maintain local government services. It's critical that we do so for a whole range of reasons for the, for the local community, but also economically, that's good for, for business. It means that we can retain um, and attract workers to this town. But at the same time, look, we are in a cost of doing business crisis. Um, business confidence has recently been measured at being close to an all-time low similar to what we experienced during the pandemic, and that's when we had government-enforced shutdowns when the government was saying to people, you can't supply goods and services. <clears throat> and that's, look, that's due to a range of reasons, Matt. 
I mean, we've obviously had sustained increases in interest rates, um, but there are also a range of other pressures on the cost of doing business. Increases in the order of 20 to 25% in electricity prices from 1 July um, for this financial year. Um, increases in insurance premiums, which are, are becoming a real problem. Um, and we're part of a, a global economy. Look, Ukraine is still having the impact on freight costs and the pandemic is, is still, we've still got sustained increases in um, materials costs, etc. So, this increase is going to come on top of that. Mm. Uh, and so I guess our concern is that if it's a, a sustained and um, a significant increase in rates, that that's going to potentially further diminish business confidence. A, a footy coach a long time ago, John, told me, all you can control is what you can control. And there's a lot of those things there that you just said that we can't control. But uh, potentially the, uh, you know, the, 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 the rate increases over the next few years is something that at the moment that residents can sort of you know, offer their suggestions. Um, that's exactly what the Chamber's done in terms of reducing costs, which you know, it's a good thing for any business or household and you know only too well in terms of local businesses. Um, what are you suggesting council can do? There's a lot of it in, in the release. Um, what can they do to save some money, in your opinion, in the Chamber's opinion? Yeah, look, great question. So at the moment, we know that about half of all businesses are considering ways to reduce their costs um, by adopting renewable energy strategies like solar panels, etc. That's something that we're asking council to do as well. Um, they do have some renewable energy infrastructure in place. Uh, we're saying let's roll that out more aggressively, looking for opportunities on top of car parks, on top of government-owned buildings, etc. Um, but we also think that there are ways that, in fact, council can generate more revenue as well. You know, the rate uh, pegging system is arguably broken, uh, and that's in, in part led to this SRV application. Um, so... Other businesses are also looking at ways to increase revenue. Some of the things that we would propose is that council should cautiously consider monetizing some of its services, like introducing long-stay paid parking for the airport. Um, there would also be opportunities, in our view, to increase the uh, lease and licence fees for council-controlled and owned land uh, to commercial rates. Currently, those areas are able to be leased and licensed at sub-commercial rates. Um, but yeah, we're really asking the council to be just as entrepreneurial as the ratepayers that comprise this wonderful community. Um, be creative, think big. I mean, we know that council's got a really skilled workforce, particularly in the construction space with plumbers, electricians, civil construction workers. Other councils don't. Um, there might be possibilities to hire out those workers on a fee-for-service basis. All right, can, can I stop you there, John? Because that's one that interests me. And people that I've spoken to that I said I was chatting to you today, and I mentioned this particular one, is, I guess, in a sense, subcontracting out council staff. Um, can you break that down a little bit more? If, if I was a council employee, as you say, maybe I'm a tradie, or um, what, what, what does that look like? Sure. Look, so we're certainly um, not proposing that staff go and be hired by other councils um, or a restructure in that sense, uh, but it will be possible for staff, and we understand this has been adopted by some other councils in New South Wales, staff would remain employed by Griffith City Council, but they would be deployed or hired out in a sense um, 
kind of like on a, a labour hire basis to other councils to, to assist with some of their workload, um, but on a fee-for-service basis. So we understand that there are other councils out there that don't have as, as large a workforce and have to go to third parties and um, obtain those services at market rates. There could be a, a chances, I suppose, here for Griffith City Council to, to lend a hand to some of the neighbouring LGAs and also make a, a further buck out of it too. Um, all right. So some of those ideas there, more solar panels, long-stay um, paid parking at the Griffith Airport – I'm thinking here we are trying to save dollars, but something like the solar panels, surely that would come with a a pretty big expense to set that up. Would that be fair to say? Look, yeah, that's right. And, you know, it's also fair to say, I think, that budgets in, in a business or whether it's it's government, there are going to be periods when you're going to go into the in into the red a little bit, and that's normal. Um, we think that a good business strategy, a good budgetary strategy is to forward plan for that it's possible uh, to take out loans t- to cover those kinds of costs. And, and with renewable in- infrastructure like solar panels, it should be. Um, a feasibility study can be undertaken, but it should be able to pay itself back over time. And we understand that council still uh, does have access to low interest loans. To, to the Chamber's knowledge in regards to the long-stay car park um, paid parking at the airport, uh, what sort of numbers are we getting that, that, that would use that, that service over the year? Oh, look, I mean, we don't have, I guess, firm data or figures um, that we could back that up. What we're asking is that council un- look at this and uh, analyse, in fact, their projections in the budget by taking into account what earnings could be made there. I mean, anyone who's been out to the airport, though, can can see that there's a lot of cars parked out there and often for significant periods of time. And we're not saying that people should park if they're just there overnight. Um, but if it is long stay, then, then we think that certainly... At, uh, a modest um, fee could be imposed, as they do at many other airports, and, and that would be fair. I mean, that's sharing then the burden of running this town in a way that attracts workers and makes it a, a, a beautiful place to live. And that's being uh, paid by the people on a, on a user-paid basis. You know, people who are enjoying the service and being able to uh, use the airport, they can pay a little bit more than people who, for example, aren't. Um, Chambers in a unique situation, John, in that, I mean, I've reached out to you for a chat today. Like I wouldn't reach out to every, um, and I say this respectfully, every, every resident of Griffith for, for a chat. So, you know, you do really have a voice, I suppose. Yes, for businesses, but, but, but in an extent to, uh, rate payers as well. Um, I mean, that's, uh, that, that, that's a privilege, I, I guess. And I wonder what the relationship is like between the chamber and the council. How often would you c- converse or have meetings with, with councillors? Sure. So look, we're, um, we're pleased uh, to say that we've developed, I think, a, a strong working relationship with council, particularly over the last 12 months. Um, so look, we're regularly in touch with council. Um, the Mayor Doug Curran and General Manager Brett Stone Street um, are open and available. Uh, and look, and that's one of the the key roles I think that the Chamber does play. It is a privilege um, and it's to provide a forum and another democratic voice uh, to be able to advocate on behalf of, of business interests, but also the community um, more broadly, uh, directly to council and be forthright where sometimes potentially council um, in its diplomacy is not able to be. Uh, some great ideas there. Uh, have they come from chamber members? Was there much sort of uh, due diligence that, that went into these suggestions beforehand? 
So, yeah, look, we have monthly meetings uh, with members, which is open to all members. So this has been something we've been discussing for the, for the past couple of months. Uh, so it's based on feedback from members who've come along to those sessions um, and discussions internally amongst the elected um, board of the business chamber. Uh, but we're also, yeah, we're going to having we're going to be putting together a survey uh, later in the year, uh, touching on things including um, uh, like business confidence, and so this is going to be one of the matters that we're going to going to want to raise. All right, uh, you, you're hearing from Griffith Chamber. Uh, business Chamber President John Nicolich, we're talking about the special rate variation, the, the proposal to increase rates, uh, well, close to 35% over three years. And John is suggesting some ideas that the Business Chamber have come up with that might be able to lessen the impact on ratepayers. Uh, John, one of those ideas is a single rate increase of 23%, uh, almost like ripping the Band-Aid off. Instead of doing it over three years, one single rate increase, 23%, and then let's just get on with things. What's the theory behind that? So, look, our view is that a single lower uh, and significantly lower, uh, if these cost savings and revenue raising measures are implemented and, and planned for properly, we think that there should just be a single increase um, firstly, because uh, an increase over three years due to count compounding is going to be a larger increase overall for the ratepayer, whether it's businesses or individuals or farms. Um, but secondly, we're concerned about there being sustained increases over time during a period when we've got diminished business confidence. We don't want those increases to the cost of doing business um, and the cost of living occurring on a guaranteed basis over a long period of time, over three years. I think, as you say, we, we should just rip the Band-Aid off. Um, if we do a, a single lower increase, then I think in of itself that also justifies a lower increase because council and the town will get the benefit of the rate increases more immediately. They can, they can staunch, I guess, the budgetary issues that they've already got and then they can build with the pegged rate increases on that increase over time. Uh, so, yeah, look, we, we think it should just be one significantly lower increase. Uh, at, look, and if this, this has to happen, we accept that council is in this position not because of mismanagement. Um, they've got a broken rate pegging system where they can't really adjust their budgets nimbly. They've also got decreasing grants over time federally and from the state government. And frankly, they're just being asked to do significantly more with significantly less. So we understand that we need to increase the rates um, we also think, given that the system is broken, we need to be looking at ways of increasing revenue creatively, like the entrepreneurs that make up this town. Um, but we just want to get it done. We don't want this hanging around for three years. Rip the Band-Aid off and move on is, uh, is one of those suggestions. Mate, uh, we do appreciate your time today. Just quickly, the Griffith Business Chamber Awards is fast approaching and uh, Triple M is proud to sponsor one of the awards, the Local Customer Service Award. I'm going to run through the 15 finalists quickly, John. All Steel, Alley Fashion, A Rose Nail Studio, Athletes Foot Griffith, Brooms Fruit and Veg, Cafe 262, Fred Cole Better, uh, Better Electrical, of course, La Piccola Groceria, Pure Laser, Station 4 Cafe, Eclipse The Essential Spa, Griffith Drive Through Pharmacy, Peaches, Collier and Miller and the SDS Dance Studio, all on a sesame seed bun. Um, things must be ramping up, getting closer to the awards, eh? Yeah, that's right. We've got the awards um, for the first time in three years since 2019, coming up in August. 
um, which we're really excited about. It's going to be a great opportunity to celebrate what businesses have been doing, particularly through the pandemic. Um, the Customer Service Award uh, votes are now open, so thank you for for, for plugging that, um, encouraging people to vote for, for the businesses who've been nominated um, as to who they think has provided the best customer service. I've got my own views. I'm sure there'll be strongly held opinions from people in the community as well. I won't say who I'm, I'm going to be voting for. Are you allowed to vote as I, I chamber so, president? I think so. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a person too. I, I consume <laughs> goods and services in town. You too. <laughs> I'll only vote once. I'm a person too. I love that. Uh, you can vote. Do so before next Wednesday, the 19th of July. Votes will close then. Go to griffithbusinesschamber.com.au. Business Chamber President John Nikolic, uh, some great insights there, mate, and we appreciate your time this morning. Thank you. A listener exclusive.